Yo, what's happening, everybody? Welcome back to season two, episode three of the Lights Out Co. Pod. I am your host, Chris. I'm with my other host, Matt. And today we have a very special guest, our good friend, Brian. Say what's up to the people, Brian. What's going on? Yeah. So, Brian, as you don't, uh, some of you don't know, he's one of our good friends. Um, we actually met him from our former jobs over at uh, Planet Fitness. So, don't um, hate. Don't, don't hate. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because we were the fun Planet Fitness for sure. But, uh, yeah, we uh, are excited to have Brian on. Um, definitely got to talk about some big stuff. Uh, he's been one of our friends for a really, really long time. We've been meeting to get him on here. But I uh, just want to give a huge shout out to everybody that tuned in the last couple of weeks. We've been breaking 100 views on the pod recently, which within is like, huge. Within like two days. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. Yeah. So I just want to thank everybody's support so far and recently. Um, we'll keep them coming every Monday, new episodes. And you guys know, lights out to the moon. So that's how we go. Um, other than that, let's kind of get in what we're, we're talking about today. So Matt kind of got a little bit of it, um, and he'll go over it for the most part. So I mean, a bunch of us, um, we were all at this restaurant, local to us, and we started having this conversation about like therapy and stuff like that, and kind of, you know, Brian, he'll be going back to school, so he kind of gave us a little bit of insight into his life and what he's doing. Um, so mainly that's kind of what we're going to talk about and kind of just piggyback off, off those topics, you know? Yeah. Um, so yeah, yeah. tell us tell us what's up what's been going on i uh, yeah a lot it's different definitely different a lot's been going on especially since like the last time i've seen you like the restaurant was definitely cool catching up but i feel like there's been like so much happening um so quick to it right like, it, yeah it's so weird because like when you have like a specific date especially when it's like a certain like period away it's like oh like this certain date like you're just like all right cool like, it's in the back of your head and then so, like the weeks just like fly by so it just it happens before you know it mm. but yeah, so like after Planet, um, did like a little internship with the uh, physical therapy aid, which is super cool because that's like definitely what I want to do in the future. And then uh, like part-time behavioral technician, mm -hmm. which has been really cool because it's definitely been giving me like an insight on not only like my behaviors, but on how to like cope and deal and, and strategically like place myself in a position to like help others and myself and again, just situations when it reacts emotionally versus like logically. Right. So it's definitely been... It's been a, a a cool transition from Planet, even though I miss so many like the memories of just like everything we did there. We just fucked around, bro. We literally just fucked around, man. If you're making minimum wage, well, I mean, I won't say I was, but I was at one point. <laughs> right. But like, that's one of those things where we just try to have fun, as much fun as possible, make the most of it. So that's how it was. Yeah. So the. The thing I always tell people is I always have a story to tell from Planet. If it's from Worcester or Shrewsbury, like, there's always something that happened. Like, you would feel like you'd seen it all, no, and you no, just you'd never couldn't. Saw it all. Something ha would happen, like, on a random Tuesday, and you're like, hey, like, but <laughs> never never seen it coming. The best part is, like, coming into your shift, and you're like, yo, you gotta, you gotta check the camera real quick. Yeah. Like, look, look what happened. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Look what happened. Yeah. So many camera oh, moments that I'm, oh, man. I think later on, I started getting just so fed up with all like the constant like i i saw it all and like i was sick of seeing it all like i was sick of seeing everything just adam like i was the manager and i just had to deal with like a lot of on the side shit but like i want to be like just chilling with them like just having a good time and you know that probably goes with shouldn't have took the job but uh it was a good time all 14 around. 50 an hour 23 an hour or whatever 60k whatever you're doing 50k yeah with the bonuses but yeah yeah chill 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 let's not <laughs> we're new new jobs now but shout yes. out to planet fitness because like without planet fitness none of us would be boys right, yeah. and you got to right. think about that like i think about even anthony and matt right here like i met them through planet fitness too and we've been best friends for like 
going on four three, years, three, three four, four years, four years. Four like years. 2018, pretty much 2019 yeah. is when we met. So it's pretty fucking crazy. So um, it just makes you think a simple conversation can lead you to a lot of places, can lead you to you know big things, and ultimately like friendships are life. So um, just going in back to what Brian was talking about, you know, he's going through some changes, stuff like that. Uh, he's actually going back to school, right? Yeah, going back to school in going the fall. Going out to uh, Westfield State University, yes, which sir. is definitely cool. What are you going for? Uh, exercise science. Yeah. Um, so, so yeah, it's pretty much along the lines with what, what you were doing. To, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's definitely cool, and it's um, so it's what I did at the first school I went to, which was uh, Pine Manor College. That's like the school that was out in the middle of Boston, <laughs> super small. Wow. But the weirdest thing is it was um, on the land that Tom Brady's house was when he lived in Brookline. Mm -hmm. oh, wow. So like my school's soccer field and like west side of campus had the fence that was our campus and Tom Brady's house. That's so sick. walking to class, you would hear Tom Brady's two kids like playing in the yard and all that. Wow. And sure. while we would like go to practice, um, we... Like we would like see like Giselle like drive by and all that. You'd see like the gates open up, and it was literally car, just man. like just like a mile long driveway. Right. You couldn't even like see the house. Yeah. It was the coolest thing. And on our spring break, um, when we were like all away and all that, the some of the soccer team stayed because it was just like whatever. Like they ended up staying on campus. Tom Brady actually landed as a, a private helicopter on our soccer field yeah. and like did like a bunch of damage to it and had whatever. So that was like we like came back and there was this big like landing spot from a helicopter and you could just like who else has a helicopter like either right. so that's all real bro. Um, but yeah that school was the like one of the wildest places I've ever seen like I've seen it's equivalent to the Planet Fitnesses of school like it was so small <laughs> mm -hmm. but the range of people you had it was half like American half international from South Korea Vietnam and one of the schools so you would have kids who didn't like speak any English, but were still integrated in like classes you were in yeah. and would have like specific translators. Mm. And it was so cool because like the kids were so nice and like they wanted to learn so many things. So like, like some of our neighbors were like foreign exchange students and they would just like, we would just like hang out and they'd show us pictures of like their culture and like everything they had, like their alcohol, like the drinks they made. Like it was just That's the pretty wildest awesome. environment. It's like Worcester Academy, it seems like. Brookline and like, um, Brookline was close to Newton, and that was near Mount Ida. Those are two small schools, Pine Manor and Mount Ida. And I remember hearing stories about Pine Manor, exactly what you're talking about. Like, like literally seeing, like, Tom Brady's house and shit. Like, that's that's so sick. I couldn't imagine that shit. Well, the thing that was, like, the wildest part of it uh, uh, was, so, like, it was closing down. The end of my freshman year, we got word that it was closing down, and they gave an option um, any second year, like, a sophomore over could finish up their degree and, and finish if you're a freshman. Um... This was after I applied to Assumption, but if you were a freshman, you could go to any school that was affiliated to Boston College because that's who bought them out. So I could have gone to, like, Texas State University, could have gone to oh, BC, could have gone to all the schools that were, like, affiliated with Boston College for, like, the same price. And I found that out, like, after I applied and all that, which it was just already a little too late. But it was definitely, like, it was definitely an experience I'm happy I had, but I'm happy I'm away from mm. And then with Assumption, I know you went to Assumption, so you can uh, speak on that. And <laughs> now it's tough because I was a commuter as well as my second semester ended up, uh, unfortunately, uh, getting shut down due to COVID, which uh, every other student had to deal with it around the similar time, which, again, it just is unfortunate. No one was ready for it. Like the teachers weren't, the students weren't. It, it's just like it was impossible for them to do it right. right so I don't want to like put that on them but what I feel like was in their control they weren't necessarily on yeah. the right yeah they yeah. just didn't handle it 
in a way I thought was good, but obviously they're university now, so they make their money, and my opinion doesn't matter. But, yeah, I'm super excited to finish up at Westfield. It's definitely something that, like, it feels like a, like a big weight off my chest just because, like, it's always something that, like, as a kid you grow up, and I don't know if it's just something, like, you're told or, like, not, like, a dream you have, but, like, finishing up college, like, doing the degree you want, just, like, the experience you have of like that school is just something that like i'm really excited to finish up absolutely and i think you bring up a good point with that is like you're you're told like as a kid like how things are supposed to go you're supposed to finish by a certain age all that shit but i think a lot of us have some different timelines for sure like i mean i'm 24 and i still haven't finished school i know matt he's 26 and he like I did my four years, did banged your four it out. Years, got out of there. Like you, you did it by like, the book. Yeah. Um, like, and you yeah. got a job in your field that you wanted to. So eventually, like, it took a little right, bit. Right, right. It took a few years. Right, but but I'll, we'll blame out COVID on that yeah, as well. Exactly. So. But that's what I think is a big part of is like you see on social media is like people have like these expectations that they're going to get somewhere by like 21, 22 years old because they see it, someone on social media doing it. And that goes with last week what we talked about with influencers. They only show what they want to see. And I guess that just makes me think like everybody has a specific timeline. You should always like trust your own vision before, you know, trying to like look and see what someone else is doing. And I think that goes with you. Like took a lot of steps to just go back to school. Like, right. That, Especially after, after having how long? Like a year off? Yeah. yeah you or, had, like, no, like two it was years. About, yeah. yeah. Or, like, two years, which it just, it, it feels like it goes by so fast, especially again, like with COVID, but. And you kept busy, like with work, it's not like you were just exactly. chilling, you know, and but. It's, it's just crazy how fast, like, like I said, like when you have a specific date, how fast things move. But even if not, like when you're just like, oh, like I'll get back to it. Like before you know it, first semester ends and second semester ends mm-hmm. and the third semester and everything just kind of starts piling up. And it's, it's so hard. Once you get on a track where you lose like the concept of time or the goal you're trying to reach, it's, it feels like it's impossible to like reclimb that mountain. Bro, that's like number one right there. That's a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful saying and like beautiful way of thinking. Cause like once you forget, bro, you'll never climb again, man. Like my, my dad tells me that all the time too. And like, I'm sure you've had experiences with that, but love that saying man like i love that saying it is well and like that's just the biggest thing is like understanding that like and it kind of ties in because it's so hard at least for me and like i don't want to speak for others but like for myself like losing confidence doesn't just mean like losing confidence in yourself it like losing confidence in a situation is just as bad and i feel like just as deadly as like losing confidence in yourself no matter like what you apply to mm. so for me like i just i lost con- uh, uh, confidence in like my ability to like regain control of like my future right. where i feel like i can only control my present so i would live like day to day i do things that would try and make me happy on like a very small scale like oh what do i want to do today what's going to make me happy now and it's great because like that's what got me through like a very hard time mm. and that's obviously good and you do what you can but there's always going to be times like you have to grow. And I feel like that's when like that confidence comes. Like it's really hard to make a decision for later. It's really, really hard to take a step back from now to know you're taking two steps in the future. Yeah, absolutely. So it kind of ties in because recently I feel like I've been taking a couple of steps back and it's been hard to see the goal of taking those steps forward in the future. Mm-hmm. And like my brother and my parents and it's, it, I have a really good support system. So it's, it's, I'm very lucky and I, and I try my best to understand that. But again, it just it, it, those dark times always come. Like they always creep up, no matter like who you have, what you're doing, or even like where you're at financially, a- anything, wherever you are, mindset wise. And for me, it again, it was just tough to see those steps, uh, the, like the future steps I was taking. So um, 
I, I was talking to these guys at the restaurant and um, I really wanted to get into therapy because it was something I always talked about and it was something that I always thought was super beneficial and I talked about and I believe that everybody should do it and I never wanted to like tell myself I was above it or never tell myself that I, I didn't need it because like I didn't want that like stigma around it because it's never wrong it's never bad like feelings aren't we're bad, hard to yeah. talk about you know right right but it's always one of those things where when do you bring it up and that was my thing is like, like who, who do you bring it up exactly so like, like, i'd love to talk thing. to my parents but my like my dad just came home from work i just came home from work my mom came home from work like my brother and that's the thing it's just like oh hey guys like uh i want to do therapy mm-hmm. and i know that they'd be fine with it but like when does that conversation come right. up like when do i start that and then it just bu- builds that anxiety so it almost feels like you're laying down such like a like a additional burden it's like like you said they just came home from like a, a work day and it's like they want to kind of chill it's like do i really drop this bomb on them right now like most people would think you know oh saying i want to go to therapy like that's a big thing like that's a serious conversation you know and it's not something where you're just like all right cool but like it has to be like an in-depth conversation you know so well and that's the thing and it's it's for me it was always hard because i never necessarily knew like oh I can get it through insurance and I wasn't in school so I couldn't get it through school but I wasn't really sure who to reach out to like I don't know if I called my insurance I don't know if I called different so I was nervous and I was scared to take that first step like I lost the confidence in myself to take that first step to do it so I just told myself I can't do it without it and <clears throat> I started to believe it like I just continued to tell myself like ah like I'm scared to do it like I don't know the first step like I like I know all these people who have done it and like I've 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 made it this far without it, like, you know what, like, just, like, put your head down and, like, go through it, and it's such just a, a bad way of going through life and going through, like, the times where, like, help is better, like, it sounds so stupid, but, like, you don't necessarily need, like, friends or family, like, sometimes you just need that, like, empty space to talk to, like, sometimes you need that, like, perspective of somebody who's professionally trained and, and like, has that experience to, like, actually let you know, like, hey, like, Again, whatever you need, but here's my opinion. Here's my advice. Here's what I think could help. Try it out. Don't try it out. But so it's that clean slate, you know, because with your friends, it's always going to come that. And even with your family as well, there's always going to come with that bias, you know, like I want to say the right things to not hurt your feelings. But like when you're with someone like just a therapist, when you start going to therapy, it's that clean slate. They really know nothing about you. Obviously, they're they're trying to protect your feelings, but they're going to tell you how it is like so. Yeah, yeah. I think definitely it's <clears throat> it's definitely something that I think is like needed because unbiased biased however it seems like there's always going to be some type of like skewed opinion when you talk to friends or right. or family they're always going to want to tell you something that they think you want to hear or they try and like dance around a subject that they're not quite comfortable talking to you about which is it's fair like sometimes not that it's not their burden but again they're not professionally they they this isn't what they do for a job like they can only try their best and like that's not their fault that's not your fault but that's where it comes into play so um recently actually applied for um some website i don't out their name or anything um but i went out i applied for it um paid x amount whatever and my got matched with a therapist i um ended up scheduling an appointment over the phone appointment and it was um last week on a wednesday so excited, came home from work, made some food, and uh, got on the phone, and it was for, I believe, 7. So I'm on the phone around 6.55, and that's kind of when, like, you start thinking, like, all right, what do I want to talk about? Like, where do I start? And that's the biggest thing is, like, where do I start? Where do I take that first step? 
And for me, there was, again, so many changes in my life. I really wanted to focus on that. And I really wanted to focus on taking those changes and making the best out of what was happening and really just appreciating what I've accomplished, what I can accomplish, and what I want to accomplish. Um, so fast forward Wednesday, 7 o'clock. Sweet uh, uh, answers. Hi, my name is so-and-so. Um, tell me a little bit about yourself. Hey, I'm Brian. Um, here's a little bit about myself. And I started kind of getting in depth about, again, more of the stuff I wanted to get into with everything going on. And, you know, she started asking a couple more questions. She wanted to ask, like, uh, what my goals were uh, um, getting through therapy. And it is a funny story. And there's, like, light at the end of the tunnel through the story. Unfortunately, it's not the best. But so get there. We're talking about it. And she goes, okay, so tell me, like, what do you want to get at the end of therapy? And... Give you a whole spiel, right? Yeah, I tell her everything I want to do, and like long story, heart out. <laughs> long story short, I was just like, you know what? I really want to start appreciating like the little things. Like I want to start, like I want to look up at like a starry night sky or like the moon today, full moon, and just like really appreciate it for what it is, rather than just like seeing a moon. Like I want to appreciate things more, like like the small things in life. Like I want to be able to read a book and sit down and appreciate that free time I have. And I, unfortunately, she she just goes. I don't know how that ties into what I asked. <laughs> and at that point, I kind of knew that it wasn't going to be the session I thought it was. And maybe there, it was just like my first time, so maybe I was messing up the story a little bit, or maybe I wasn't making too much sense over the phone. Um, so I tried to change the subject uh, real quick. And then we just kind of moved on to something else. And I was telling her about how, like, uh, there's certain, like, other things, too, like, with, like, my brothers and my family and everything. Like, I tend to make everything a competition. Like, usually, like... It could be some silly, like, mini golf. It could be, like, who finishes their food faster. Like, like it just, with my family, we've always made things a competition. So the, You got the basketball court in your backyard. Yeah. You put the rim on, like, six feet. Have the gnarliest, like, one-on-one -on -one dunk session. Oh, it was just, exactly. Things just got so heated over such small little things. And I told her, I was like, hey, like, I'd like to, you know, take a step back and, like, not make everything a competition and just, like, enjoy things for what they are rather than just, like, getting in my own head and, like, getting upset over, like, small things that, like, I can control over. She just goes, well, hey, you know what? I guess uh, guess your problems aren't too bad. You could be, like, a serious gambler. Or, like, she said something else that was quite dark, and I don't really want to repeat it, but I was just like, oh, yeah, I guess, but apples to oranges. Like, I don't really, I don't really know what to say to that. It's like, it's like you, you, got you got her off the Tinder of yeah. therapists. That's, That's what I'm like, saying. It's like just match. With no, I feel like I feel like this is because this is have been my experience too. Is like some therapists like they've seen everything. So like when they see someone that like just needs just needs someone to talk to in retrospect, they're like, oh fuck this shit. Yeah, like they're like I want to deal with some heavy shit. It's like. What the fuck? My intrusive thoughts told me to kill my yeah. mom in her sleep. Like, <laughs> like, it shouldn't be like that at all. Like, come on. So, I I totally think that it might have been, like, one of the only, like, it takes a little bit to find yeah. the therapist that works for you, but, bro, like... That's the thing. That's I don't, the thing is, like, I don't want the story to make it seem like, hey, therapy's not worth it. There's always gonna be, like, yes. bad apple's not gonna ruin the bunch, but for me, at least, it was nice to laugh at. It was nice to... Because how I took it is I understand I don't necessarily think um, the feedback I got was beneficial, but like opening up and being vulnerable in a space where I'm not necessarily used to, it, it just, it helped me mentally tons. Like it just, mm -hmm. it like kind of clears this like stigma, this like mental like fog that you have of like, like 
me personally, like whenever I have like problems and I don't really feel like talking to them, I have this like huge mental debate. Like I I'll, always in my head, like I talk about the future, the past, pros, cons, negative. But like I think about all these things just all in my head in split seconds and just all these intrusive thoughts come and go and come and go. And like really being able to like speak them into like the world and really like put connections and like combinations of like how I feel and why I think X is Y and Z and like really see like where my mental is. It, it, it like it, it just helped exponentially like it was just Absolutely. And that's the thing like having that from a bad experience i, I can only imagine like what a, what good, a good experience yeah. can only mm-hmm. lead to you know i was gonna, I was gonna say, say like knowing you for, for i think it's been like a year or so now oh it's gotta be I, over that yeah no it's definitely more than a year bro really? yeah because last, yeah. last august yeah. is when i started back at pf so it was yeah like i started in like april yeah yeah so it's been like 2020 21 yes 2021 we're in yeah, 2021. yes we're in 2022 oh, wow. right now right oh yeah 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 year and a half yeah 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 you said one year okay man oh man take it easy um but no just knowing like how brian is like you know how you said you, you're very competitive and stuff like that and i think when it you see how certain people kind of deal with that internal struggle like some people just kind of let it chew them up and they just kind of ball up whereas like you're you're very thorough with it you're very i think it goes with your competitive nature i believe it's like you have such a view on yourself where it's like if you're not like a certain way you you're like all right well what do i got to do to be that way it's like it's almost like you're you're in competition with yourself so but that's, that's a good thing. Yeah. That's a healthy competition within yourself is probably like the best competition. Because I think it's it's just that um, that awareness, that mindfulness. Like, all right, I know, you know, I'm going through all these things. Like you said, past, future, present. Um, going through all these things and then circling back to them. How am I going to go about solving this? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, I think you hit the nail on the head right there. Yeah. My biggest thing too with like a lot of how my views not only have changed but i feel like have like just i don't know differed from like growing up and i feel like just like maturing through the years which i'm hopefully still not done doing but um the biggest thing is just like find like there's all i don't know at least how i feel is in life there's always going to be situations and i feel like all we can control is our reactions Mm -hmm. we very rarely do actions we almost always do reactions we react to a subject we react to a comment we react to whatever life throws at us and i think with that almost everything you can say do feel is no i don't want to say set in stone but every everything you again say do feel anything can have a negative can have a positive any saying any Again, just anything out there, you can always put a positive spin on. And I was having this conversation with my brother and his girlfriend the other day, and she was saying that she thinks, like, no matter what, but just positive um, positive energy will always reciprocate positive energy. Mm. Like, you're on the highway, somebody cuts you off, leaves me, like, oh, fuck you, like, flip them off, like, all this. Like, it just, I get mad. Like, I hate that person, whatever. She goes, yeah, I just smile and wave at them. Because at the end of the day, they're either going to get mad at me, and it's not going to ruin my energy, or... It's just going to make them happy, and it just puts more positive energy out into the world. Mm. And it's just wild because, like, something so stupid like a car passing you on the highway can do – again, you react to it. Like, they cut you off. What's your reaction? I get pissed off. I'm, I'm feeling exactly. like, like, it's right just, it, it's, 
it just changes like so much of how I see it. Like you get into like an argument or like, again, it, it, anything like a waiter messes up your food, a friend's late to like hanging out. Yeah. You're like playing a bat, playing a game with like friends or just like people you meet and all that. Like it, j your reaction and the energy you put out will always be reciprocated. And I think that's definitely been like a huge thing for me at least where like understanding that and understanding how to use your energy feelings and like emotion is so huge like mm. it's just like your energy like like what are you going to use your energy on like going to the gym playing the sport you like like doing things you genuinely enjoy or just like kind of sitting at home like now i don't want to say feeling sorry for yourself because that's always just a touchy subject but doing positive things that genuinely impact your life in a positive way versus doing things in a way that you're not necessarily putting a positive spin on it i think it's just it's such just like a huge difference and I feel like it always comes down to, like, yourself. It always comes down to your choice. Because you can say you're a positive person. Absolutely. You can, like, put a jolly smile on. You can go to work and smile. But, like, your inner thoughts and your inner energy will always be your inner energy. Like, you can't fake that. You know what oh, I mean? Yeah. Like, you cannot fake like, that Like, at Planet, like, there were situations where, like, it just, it got the best of me. You always got to put on that fake customer service smile. Like, hey, what, welcome to Planet Fitness. Like, you always had to. But you couldn't fake your energy. Like there were times where I'd get mad at members, members would get mad at me and just couldn't control it. And like, yeah. I would waste my energy on these people nice. that had such little effect on me that like looking back, it's just, you can laugh at it, yeah. laugh at it. Like, mm -hmm. so yeah, just stuff like that. It just, it's, it's so wild how quickly it changes and how like reflecting on certain moments that might not mean a lot can affect your future mm -hmm. way more. Yeah, yeah. that's and such a, comes down to mindset. yeah, I was just gonna say it's a very mature mindset. I mean, to have that self-realization, like to understand that that's how it's supposed to work. You know, you either can react to it this way or you can bitch about it. It all depends. Like that's going to set your tone. That's going to set your mood. And to know that, I think at, you're 22, right? Yeah. Such like such a, that 22 is a very young age. Yeah. You know, you're still developing mentally, stuff like that. Um, so to have that insight at an early age, like you're above these yeah these many other people just stuck in that same kind of in that revolving door you know where they let their I mean, actions reactions get the better of them. you can kind of look at like I, i'm not gonna like say you're 20 at 26 20, yeah, yeah at 24 maybe you were feeling like all oh, reactions were getting the best of you and you're seeing a 22 year old so obviously yeah. like to me like i get i get reactions like the best like they get the best of me all the time so like i'm seeing that from your perspective i'm like damn like it really depends on what situation it is, but like a lot of times I should just let shit go. Right. Like it, it just, it makes you feel so much better. And like you said, it positive energy just comes off of you. Like I, my favorite quote is um, match my frequency or don't disturb it. And like, it's all about matching that frequency with like everything else, man. No. Yeah. Honestly, well on just like sayings, one of my favorite sayings, I forget who said it. Um, it's famous philosopher, obviously like a famous thinker. He goes, if I'm walking down the street with three men, one of them are bound to be smart enough to be my teacher. And the reason it's so profound and the reason people like enjoy it so much is because somebody who's like thought to be such a famous thinker, such a famous thinker, like like held to this pedestal of being such a intellectual person, three people down the street, one of them is bound to be your teacher. It doesn't matter the lesson. It matters the lesson you take from it. So it's always, there's always gonna be something somebody can teach me. Like, I'm not perfect. I don't do things perfect. I'm not even close. Like, 
the saying like practice makes perfect no practice makes improvement but nobody's perfect mm. like that's the thing like you can always learn an emotion a feeling a reaction a saying it, it big or small like learning something for the better does so much for like your conscience does so much for like like your entire exactly yeah. perfect well-being. way of putting it. Yeah. hell yeah the well-being of yourself your mental physical right. everything emotional yeah. Yeah. yeah it's it's what it comes down to right brian like Bro. That was speaking facts. I like that. Yeah, that was very deep. Yeah, we appreciate like just opening up. Yeah. Like it's hard to open up even like for for your friends. So like even opening up on the pod, like right. appreciate it. Like right. oh, of course. Well, yeah. that's the thing. Like I always like again growing up. Like you always just like had that like such a like a scared like talking about. And I don't want to say negative feelings because like they're not negative, but talking about those like dark, sad, depressive feelings that are normal. Every single person gets them. Like it, it's. I think the biggest factor for me is, like, I look up to my brother as somebody who, like, I put on such a high pedestal, like, growing up, like, always. And the biggest thing for me is, like, I would see him go through, like, all these things and, like, see him, like, go through, like, breakups or, like, school or, like, failing a class in college. And, like, he always did stuff before me. And, like, I was always lucky enough to, like, like, we went to the same elementary school, same middle school, same high school. And now he went to actually Westfield State University. So I'm going to the same college. Let's go. But you guys, you guys are rooming together, right? No, no, he graduated in 2020. Yeah, he graduated in 2020. Oh, wow. So, yeah, he's done. He has a big boy job now and all that. But but even growing up, like, he was captain of the baseball team uh, his junior year when I was a freshman. And then my senior year, I was captain of the baseball team, like, following his footsteps. Like, yeah. I always had him to, like, look up to. And I always had him. And, like, growing up, like, like not, like, thinking he's, like, a Superman or, like, thinking whatever. But, like, you always, like, put these, like, weird connections on people who you view so highly, like, mom dad like whoever you put to that pedestal like you always should you always should have somebody that you think that highly of because you want to see them and you want to reflect yourself in that persona like for me, so for me that's my mom yeah. i don't know about like if you have one but no, i mean Patty, my, my I dad my dad for sure but my, also my mom is just two different like qualities like um for some things my mom but for other things my dad it's just like i think i got my work ethic from both and like i try to like exceed that like i want to exceed like as much as they work hard i want to like exceed that work ethic so i can make sure that they live comfortably their last like 10 15 years you know what i'm saying so like that's my biggest goal in life pretty much is just making sure that happens but that's because like brian said you hold them to such a pedestal so you obviously like look up to them and you want to exceed them and like you want to do something for them like you want to like make them feel the happiness that they put into you you know what i'm saying that's the thing like and i don't know about you guys but i feel like there's always been like moments where like at least for me like i put myself in like their shoes and i'm just like like how'd you do it yeah and that's the thing like for me so like i'd crumble i'd be like fuck there was this one moment during covid this was 2021 like mids i believe it was in um it might have been december 2020 or like december 2021 actually and um he was working from home i was working at planet and i like lost all confidence in myself and like my abilities to do what i'm typically confident in like i stopped going to the gym my relationships with like my friends and all that were like plummeting it was just like a lot going downhill and so i went in his room and i was just talking to him and like i just told him like i i I told him like how i felt and i told him like the pedestal i put him on and we had like this like big fight during covid because it was like 
being like locked in and just having like all these things happen he was going through a lot and i was going through a lot we had this like weirdly big fight and like for a little bit we weren't good and like it crushed me like it was mm -hmm. tough because he was like that person i always like looked to like that and we made amends and like we talked about it and like it really really helped me and like during this time like i just want like i walked in i told him and like as a kid, like you always have this dream, like NBA player, NFL, like all, like whatever your dream job is, and you always like have that audience, and you always like. For me, the question that I like, if you like listen to a song you like, you're at the gym, whatever, like, you run through these crazy like dream scenarios, and the one for me was always like, hey, like who do you, like who do you give thanks to, like who helped you get here, and I told him like, hey, like from the bottom of my heart, my answer has never changed, like it's always been you, you know what I mean, so like. And, like, it was hard. Like, it was a very emotional conversation. There was obviously a lot more to it. But just, like, telling him that and, like, expressing an emotion that it was so hard. Like, the words just weren't coming out. Like, I couldn't find, like, the simplest words. Like, I'm choking on myself. Like, I'm, like, holding back tears. Like, it was so tough. But after, and, like, the feeling of, like, bliss I got from, like, that expression was just, like, it, it was unmatched. Like, it was, mm -hmm. it was something that, like, my body needed. Mm -hmm. And, like, after feeling that and, like, understanding, like, hey, like, this really is something like you're not just talking about it to like get over something you're not just talking about this to like make yourself feel better so you can go back to it like no like it's like deeper than that and like after that like it's just like something that like it, it gave me just such a new like respect for people who can do things that are at least outside of my comfort zone so like when I see certain people do like certain things like you taking the manager role and you just going through like certain things like you finishing school in four years, you finding that job, like you like not giving up, especially with when it comes to like men's mental health and everything, like like your passion, the way you just like the way you go about it. Like I just I have I don't know necessarily the right word because like, you don't want to say like envy because it's not, but it's it's, it's like admiration. props almost exactly. Like, like you give admiration. It, it's and that's exactly it. Yeah. Like I, it's just. I want to be a person who can admire and can congratulate and can be a, even if it's like a small and bright spot and like friends and people who like I care about it's life because like people do hard things like you do hard things, which is like so crazy because you take them for granted. Like when you, when you do certain things, especially when you do them for repetition, like at least for me, like you miss, you usually go to the gym four times a week. You went two times a week this week. Mm. Most people don't go to the gym at all. Yeah, right. And that's the thing. If you don't go to the gym, you work 50 hours a week. Like, the, it's so easy to look at the things you don't do because you, you're not doing them, because you can hold yourself accountable. But the things you do do, it just, it's so easy to let those things slip away. So, like, just, and again, anybody who can take it and can understand and, like, can, ha like, have compassion or empathy with, like, that feeling, like, I think it's just so important for, like, others to, like, help and, like, for others to, like, make it normalized like there's no point in not talking about w how you overcame certain things or like your perspective or your views or like what's helped you and obviously it's like it's easy to shut down like it's easy to not talk about things because it's hard and doing hard things is hard and it's so stupid but it's it's so true like if you're not ready to talk about it that's fine but if you continuously tell yourself you're not ready you're never going to do it like, it's all about stepping out of that comfort zone. And I think the biggest thing, like, friends, family, or anybody can do is they just appreciate people for what they do do and not what they don't, you know? Yeah. Honestly, I think that's a great message. Like, like I feel like if, if you and I look lost, like, well, not lost, but, like, 
people are gonna see us and they're just gonna be like us like like, <laughs> like, no, like we're just like we're zoned in we like, just it's, love it's really we love talking like, about this shit and this is what why we have this podcast because like we we love self-help we love self-improvement we love following your dreams following your passions and brian is one of those people who follows their dreams follows their passions and has had some rough passions around along the way and he still has gotten to the point he's continued to go to the top so Dude, thank you for coming on. Um, it wouldn't be a podcast without idiots in the news. So, idiots in the news, you know, run the jingle. Hey, pal, you just blowing from Stupid Town? Idiot! Where are you? An idiot sandwich. Yeah, it's preseason. Yeah, pretty got name dropped. All right, so yeah, I'm excited for this one. Tell me, what's going on? This is actually something that resurfaced, uh, I guess, on TikTok. Um, but this happened back in 2019 in china so we're going overseas overseas across the pond yes so across the pond i like that back in 2019 there was a wedding that was going on and the groom with his knowledge that he had before you know before he's the one who put all this into play the groom played a video of his wife cheating on him with her sister's husband at the time so the sisters so the <laughs> so the girl that the girl that she cheated the husband right of her sister her sister was pregnant at the time as well so my man is double dipping right now so so yeah it was they're walking down they're walking down after after the i think they got married so they got married but then this is the after like afterwards so the after party you know everyone's there like they're walking down and as they're walking down with all their friends and family there projector comes down and that's where the video starts playing like so Bro. she just got that's embarrassing I, could you imagine sex? yes yeah, like, oh, it was yeah it was like a lengthy video too like not the kim k video. that's what i'm saying bro like i would be in the audience like looking at everybody else's reaction imagine like, being the sister because <laughs> like not only do you have to like emotionally understand what's happening but you have to like see right, that right. Like you have to and see the video i have to do it like the emotions that's afterwards. what i'm saying like, there's oh, just there's too that's, much yeah there's that's too, too much, much going on that's that resurfaced from what 2019 you said 2019 oh, so it's been yeah it's been popping on tiktok so i mean that's not, not sure, sure what happened of it but yeah i wonder how the divorce is down right i mean props to the guy i mean Hey, he used he went, his platform. He went he through the it. whole thing. He went through the whole event. Like, he was like, oh, he, he was like, oh, you, oh, you do, you do, huh? In your head. <laughs> the vows. He's just like, for real. Yeah. So yeah, keep oh, yeah, talking. Yeah, 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 yeah keep yeah, digging yeah. your hole. Keep digging your hole. And then, bro, to be slammed with that. That's terrible. That's terrible. Damn. That's a good idea. It's in the news this week, man. I like we'll, that. We'll definitely link that as yeah, well. Yeah, we'll link we that in the description for sure. Um, but yeah, that's uh, that's pretty much going to do it for this episode of Lights Out Cold Pod. This has been one of my favorite episodes so far. Um, just with the fact that... Um, very deep. Very deep, very profound. And honestly, Ryan's a guest we were trying to get on uh, for a long time. So happy you made it on. Um, my question this week, I got, a, I got like a kind of an eager question. What's going to happen to the Brooklyn Nets and the Boston Celtics? Is anything going to uh, happen with that? Leave your comments in the comments below. Yes, sir. Um, but other than that, that's going to do it for the pod. Thank you guys for tuning in. We'll see you guys next week. Remember to leave a like, comment, rate us on Spotify. And, Brian, you want to sign off, man? I just appreciate you guys having me. Um, we'll see you guys next time. Yes, sir.